BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Auto insurance can all seem the same until it comes time to use it. So don't get stuck paying more for less coverage. Switch to USA Auto Insurance and you could start saving money in no time. Get a quote today. Restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the number one daily Bitcoin pod and massive congratulations to all my Bitcoin hodlers. We're on the cusp of smashing $50,000 this weekend. We're already close to 48000 as we continue to pump. So smash the likes to help pump the stream. I greatly appreciate that. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis and quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, the one and only Max Kaiser. The U.S. uses the U.K. as a test bed for new laws, breaking laws, etc. The attack of self-custody in the U.S. is coming. The ETFs are great, but the U.S. has a history of seizing property when it's convenient, and ETFs have no defense against a U.S. government heist of their ETF BTC, and the same for miners. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing BlackRock, Fidelity, and Bitcoin ETF see the largest debut month of any ETF in the past 30 years. That's right. ETFs officially are the most popular ETFs in Wall Street history, and they just launched a month ago. We'll also be discussing MicroStrategy's Bitcoin stash grows to 190,000 BTC after adding 37,200,000 worth in January. We'll also be discussing Bernstein Analyst says that Bitcoin will explode to new all-time highs on ETF-fueled rallies. I'll be breaking down their latest report, as well as an analyst says after Bitcoin hits 50,000 Gs, expect another 100 to 200% rally. Send it. Also in today's show, the former BitMEX chief foresees Bitcoin rising to a million dollars per coin amid banking bailout and money printing surge. I'll be breaking all this down for you. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Today is pod episode number 1546. I'm your host, JV, and today is February 9th. 2024. And guess what? We're pumping like a mofo about to capture 48,000. We're only $2,000 away from the $50,000 target. You got to love that. Give me a second. Let's pull up coin 360 here so we can check out the market with our market watch. As you can see on your screen, Bitcoin above 47,800 up 6% for the day. So congratulations to all my Bitcoin hodlers. Even Ether is up 3% trading above 2,500 bucks. Virtually every major crypto pumping and in the green as the market cap continues to climb. And Checking out coinmarketcap.com. Let's get a little refresh for the latest data. We're sitting at 1.79 trillion as far as market cap with 71 billion in volume for the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance on the rise, baby. 52.3% with the Ether dominance at 16.8%. Checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours. We got Bonk going bonkers up 21%. Beam up 15% and Thor Chain up almost 14%. Followed by Sue, Phantom, Stay, Pith Network and Injective. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run fam? Let a brother know. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective 
perspective on the daily, virtually every major coin is in the green. I think I only see two out of the top 100 correcting and in the red. So massive gainers and zooming out on the monthly. We finally got most of the crypto market back in the green here as well. Hallelujah. And checking out the crypto greed and fear index. We're back up at a 72 greed. Yesterday, 66. Last week, a 63. And last month, a 73 in greed. And checking out the Bitcoin having countdown clock. We're only 60 days out, which is virtually two months and eight days before the halving anticipated to take place on April 17th. That's right around the corner. And this is why I believe major reason on why we're pumping like we are as we get closer and closer to the halving. Expect more pumpage in the price action. And let's not forget, there's many other bullish catalysts as well, considering there is going to be a supply shock. There is massive demand in the ETF market. We're going to be breaking that down in a little bit. There's 10 times the demand than the actual supply right now. And in 60 days, that supply gets cut in half once again. So it'll be 20x the demand. And that's just from the top two asset managers. So you already know things are about to get lit in 2024. But anyways, fam, lots to cover. Let's dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts with the Bitcoin price action. It's likely to go next. Um, and man, we're pumping so fast that it's already dated because uh, when this article was published like an hour or two ago, we were at like 46,000 and we're already about to hit uh, like 40, uh, where are we at? 48, 49,000. So, but anyways, on February 8th, the spot Bitcoin ETFs experienced their third largest influx uh surpassing 400 million. The large inflows came despite over 100 million exiting the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. The total inflow into the spot Bitcoin ETFs has already exceeded 2.1 billion since their launch January 11th. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, just less than a month ago, indicating a strong demand for Bitcoin in the market. The third largest inflow day for spot Bitcoin ETFs came as Bitcoin price crossed 46 Gs to record a new multi-week high, just 2,000 short of the new yearly highs. And like I just pointed out, we're already about to more than likely uh, experience 49,000 here in a few. But BlackRock iShares Bitcoin Trust leads the ETF flow chart with an inflow of 204 million. BlackRock killing the game alongside Fidelity, which had 128 million. Then Ark 21 shares with 86 mil, along with Bitwise, which had 60 million. And I want to give a quick shout out to my man, Work Stuff, just gifted five memberships to the channel to the following. So congratulations to Arnold Silva Ruiz, Vice Shoots or Vic Shoots, uh, Abs Shami, uh, Charging Badger, and uh, let's see who else got hooked up here. And everyone who just got blessed with the MicroStrategy membership of the channel, please thank work stuff for hooking it up. And we appreciate all the support family. It means a lot. Much love, much respect. But anyways, yeah. So, uh, I mean, these inflows from the ETFs right now are insane. You got to love it. iBit also became the first ETF to exceed GBTC's daily trading volume. However, total trading volume of all the 11 spot Bitcoin ETFs fell below 1 billion for the first time since they launched. Bloomberg senior analyst uh, Balchunas highlighted that BlackRock overtaking Grayscale in terms of trading volume is a big feat, considering it usually takes about five to 10 years for a new fund to overtake the category's liquidity king. So it usually takes five to 10 years. And with Bitcoin, they did it 
in less than a month. As Baltunas points out here, normally it takes five to 10 years for a newborn to get even close to toppling a category's liquidity kings. IBIT did it in under a month. That's just BlackRock alone. Trading more than both GBTC and BITO today, they'll all go back and forth for a bit each day. Over time, the gap will continue to grow. Meanwhile, market pundits view the positive flow into the Bitcoin ETFs as a sign of appetite and growing demand from the investors. The net flows into the ETFs mean around 403 million, roughly 8,700 BTC was taken off the market and sent into cold storage. Spot Bitcoin ETFs acquired United States Securities and Exchange Commission approval for the listing, which was January 10th, starting trading the next day on the 11th. And since their launch date, the spot ETFs have been seeing record trading volume with over a billion dollars being traded daily, indicating a strong investor interest. The next Bitcoin halving is coming up in less than 70 days, which will see the market supply Bitcoin cut in half from six and a quarter BTC uh, to 3.125 per block with the growing demand from institutional investors, the diminishing supply could help Bitcoin hit new market highs. So my question for you, when do you feel will likely hit that all-time high? And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin off the back of this news from Bitcoin News, he said, UK regulators have started sending out emails asking for up-to-date information about the activity of self-custody wallets. Here's the following received by a Kraken user. I actually want to read this to you because they are going to try to go after your self-custodied Bitcoin. It's only a matter of time. Quoting them here, regulations in the UK require that we maintain up-to-date info about our clients and their account activity regarding self-custody wallets. A self-custody wallet is one where you manage your private keys yourself, for example, a hardware wallet. Please reply to this email and answer the following questions. Please confirm that you own or are in control of the self-custodial wallets that you are sending and receiving from. If you do not own or control the self-custodial wallets that you are sending and receiving from, please detail which addresses these are, who the owner or controller is, and provide their residential address. What BS, man. Good Lord. So here was Max Kaiser's response. The U.S. uses the U.K. as a test bed for new laws, breaking laws, etc. The attack of self-custody in the U.S., is coming. The ETFs are great, but the U.S. has a history of seizing property when it's convenient, and the ETFs have no defense against a U.S. government heist of their ETF, BTC. And I've been sharing this uh, with you guys over the past few weeks, telling you that they are fully capable of ultimately seizing all the Bitcoin ETFs. They can do that in the name of national security. So don't put it past them. Know thy enemy. And he also says, the same for the miners. So what are your thoughts on that sentiment, family? Let me know in the comments. And welcome everyone just joining the stream as we continue our pump. So yeah, let's discuss the latest with BlackRock, iBit, and what's popping. The headline reads, BlackRock Fidelity and the Bitcoin ETF see the largest debut month of any ETF in over 30 freaking years. That's right. BlackRock and Fidelity. Uh, Bitcoin ETFs have tail tallied more assets in their first month of trading than any other ETF launched in the history of the United States in the last 30 years. And we're just starting. Bloomberg Intelligence data shows BlackRock iShares Bitcoin Trust iBit and Fidelity's Wise Origin Bitcoin Fund, FBTC, the funniest ticker, by the way, FBTC, have secured more than $3 billion in assets in the first 17 trading days. Only ones to do so out of the list of 5,500 ETFs, iBit and FBTC. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
are in the league of their own, said Bloomberg analyst Balchunez in a February 8th post, quoting him here. Here's the look at the top 25 ETS by assets after one month on the market. That's right. Let me actually show you that chart bigger, but let me finish reading this. Uh, out of 5,535 total launches, you got iBit and FBTC in a league of their own, over $3 billion each, and they still have two days to go. ARCB and BitB also made the list. That's right. Uh, in two days, it'll officially be um, the 11th, which will be my birthday on Sunday, and also that That'll be the one-year anniversary since the ETS officially went live. And as you can see here, man, assets after one month in the mills, you got iBit, you got FBTC, and the list goes on and on. Pretty serious inflows, family. Now, before the launch of the Spot Bitcoin ETS, BlackRock's iShares Climate Conscious and Transition USA ETF launched June 8th of 2023, was the leader with the most assets under management in his debut month at $2.2 billion. Balchuna said that BlackRock and Fidelity's Bitcoin ETF results are even more impressive, as most other ETFs that ranked on the list were bring-your-own-asset types of ETFs, meaning one investor was behind all the ETF assets under management. BlackRock and Fidelity ETFs, on the other hand, have seen inflows every single trading day since the launch, with Balchunez described as literally unprecedented. That's right. We're living in unprecedented times, and that's part of the reason what makes this particular Bitcoin having coming up in two months different from all the rest. The ARK21 share spot Bitcoin ETF and the Bitwise Bitcoin Fund also made the top 25, landing 20th and 22nd. ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF launched as a futures product originally, October of 2021, and also made the list in seventh place. Balchunez noted Bloomberg Intelligence data filtered out the ETFs that underwent a conversion, such as GBTC, as well as about 100 mutual funds that converted to ETFs, quoting Nate Jirasi. There won't be any demand. Spot Bitcoin ETFs now represent four of the top 25 ETF launches after one month on the market in 30-plus year industry history. iBit and FBTC now number one and number two overall. So they conquered every record within one month and just collected collectively between BlackRock and Fidelity, they now hold over 140,000 Bitcoin. Let that one sink in, family. Now, Balchunas acknowledged the mass outflows from Grayscale's Bitcoin ETF has been the factor in the flow performance of the spot Bitcoin ETFs that some of those ETFs may have had seed funding, but that's not enough to write any of this off. Quoting him here, I think the real unseen force here is competition. 10 ETFs launching on the same day with some stud issuers just made everyone hustle their ass off. Meanwhile, iBit and FBTC's performance also stands out against some of the largest ETFs by flows this year in 2024. And according to Bloomberg data, BlackRock's Bitcoin ETF sits in fifth place. According to figures from February 5th, you also have FBTC, not far behind either, sitting in eighth position. Only three broad index funds tracking the S&P 500 and Vanguard's total stock market ETF have surpassed iBit. And screw Vanguard. They're the second largest asset manager in the world as far as assets are management number two because BlackRock is number one. And Vanguard still standing by their anti-Bitcoin stance saying it's against their ethics and ethos. Meanwhile, they are the primary shareholder of MicroStrategy, so you can't make this ish up family. So let me know your thoughts on that as the supply continues to, wow, and we just smashed 48,000. You got to love it. So happy 48,000 Bitcoin. Shout out to all my Bitcoin hodlers. We're up 2,800 on the day and we're still pumping. Appreciate it, fam. Pump the likes to pump the stream and let's dive into our next story of the day. We'll discuss the latest with MicroStrategy. 
Oh, actually, I, did, I didn't even update the menu. My apologies. Uh, typically, I'll update that menu, and I forgot. So all that stuff is not accurate today. But nonetheless, it's irrelevant. We'll just dive into our next story of the day, which is MicroStrategy. Bitcoin Stash grows to 190,000 Bitcoin after adding 37 million worth in January, as you can see here in your screen. So just ignore the sidebar, no worries. So here we go. Business intelligence firm MicroStrategy continues to solidify its status as the world's largest corporate holder of Bitcoin with its most recent purchase of Bitcoin. And you know, Sailor's laughing all the way at the bank. <laughs> in a new thread, Sailor says that the company bought an additional 850 biddies for a price of roughly 37 million in January. The acquisition brought the company's total Bitcoin holdings to 190,000. Bitcoin at a total cost of roughly $6 billion, or $31,200 per Bitcoin, as of earlier this week. Not too shabby. So that's a pretty good price, $31,000 per Bitcoin, considering we're at like $48,000 right now. Go sailor. Hashtag winning. And as stated by Feng Li, the president and chief executive of MicroStrategy, in a recent earnings call, according to The Motley Fool, today MicroStrategy is the largest corporate hodler of Bitcoin in the world, holding 190,000 Bitcoins with a total Bitcoin market value of $8.1 billion as of yesterday. Even much higher today, we may be closer to $9 billion, fam. In 2023, we acquired 56,650 biddies. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. For a total purchase cost of $1.9 billion, an average price of $33,580, and in 2024 so far, we have acquired an additional 850 Bitcoin for a total purchase cost of $37 million. Over the past year, we've seen Bitcoin mature further as an institutional-grade asset class with broader regulatory recognition and institutional adoption. In the earnings call, Saylor confirmed that MicroStrategy is going to do everything in its power as a company to further the Bitcoin network and continue to accumulate the crypto king. That's right. I've heard him say that their goal was to accumulate 5% of the circulating supply. Now they're getting close to 1%. It's closer really 0.9%. But if you calculate all the lost Bitcoin gone forever, it's really closer to 1.25%. But quoting the GigaChat here, the question is what MicroStrategy going to do in order to support the Bitcoin network and in order to benefit our shareholders from these trends? Well, as you can see, and as we've said, we view ourselves as a Bitcoin development company and then what does that mean? Well, that means we're going to do everything we can to grow the Bitcoin network. We're going to do everything we can to acquire more Bitcoin. And we're going to do everything we can to benefit our shareholders and do this in an accretive fashion. And when we consider our options and our unique strengths, it boils it down to four. So there you have it. My crypto fam, you already know the Giga Chat is going to continue acquiring Bitcoin like there is no tomorrow. This is part of the game theory, which is playing out in real time. And that's just one publicly traded company. What's going to happen when you have another dozen micro strategies all trying to accumulate as much Bitcoin as them? It's about to get real. What happens when we calculate sovereign wealth funds, nation state adoption, you know I mean, scarcity, supply shock? You already know. So anyways, fam, let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the latest with Bernstein analysts saying Bitcoin will explode to new all-time highs on the ETF-fueled rallies. I'm going to be breaking down their latest report. As you can see here, analysts at Wall Street brokerage giant Bernstein reportedly thinks that Bitcoin will surge into the 70,000 range by the end of the year, which would ultimately mean 
price discovery mode. According to the new report by Street Insider analysts, uh, they say in the new research note that the impact of the recently approved spot Bitcoin ETFs will drive the top crypto asset by market cap's price surge, quoting them here. In a commodity with known finite supply curve, any incremental buying demand at this scale will become material to price. The ETFs are still 3.5% of the total supply, and more than 12% of Bitcoin still sits on the exchanges. But it is the net incremental demand that counts given the sell pressure is easier to model. So the Bernstein analysts also believe the U.S. Bitcoin mining firms could grow their operations this year, despite the King Crypto's upcoming halving event, which is slated for mid-April, and we'll see the mining rewards for Bitcoin cut in half. Quoting them again, we expect 15% of high-cost miners to cut production in the coming halving, but we expect the low-cost and competitive miners to gain relative share. Now, they also predict the development of Bitcoin Layer 2 protocols will increase the network's overall efficiency. Quoting the report again, we also expect Layer 2s to continue to drive transaction revenues for the miners and economic activity from token mints and NFT ordinals to sustain as the Bitcoin developer ecosystem continues to grow. Furthermore, they say the macroeconomic landscape could be favorable for the flagship digital asset this year. Quoting them again, if the early election trends suggest a change of regime post-elections with the potential changes in the current crypto and favorable leadership at the SEC, Bitcoin and broader crypto markets could rally off of those cues and the rate could add further fuel to the rally. So there you have it, uh, my crypto fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that analysis from Bernstein uh, from Wall Street. Let's dive into our next story of the day because we still have a lot to cover. Um, next up, we're going to be discussing after Bitcoin hits 50,000, expect another 100 to 200% rally. According to this crypto analyst, then we're going to be discussing a million dollar Bitcoin price uh, prediction. So let's get it. Uh, David Kruger, crypto analyst on X, thinks Bitcoin will tear high surging 1% to 200% within five months. So let's run the math. 100% from 50 Gs would be 100 Gs. 100K Fiesta, Puerto Rico, send it. And if we went 200% from 50,000, whoa, I think that'd be 150,000. Correct me if I'm wrong, family. But anyways, uh, citing Tom Lee's historical analysis, shout out to Tom Lee as well. Kruger believes that FOMO, fear of missing out, typically kicks in when Bitcoin trades above a price level exceeding 97% of its historical days. Lee is the co-founder and researcher at Fund Strat. Zooming out at the development of the monthly chart, the analyst notes that the price point sits at 50,000 and 20X from 50 Gs is 1 million per coin. And 20X is very realistic. It's ultimately uh, 10X times two. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
So a key psychological level that the Bulls have failed to overcome since the bull run from mid-November 2023. And accordingly, if Lee's analysis and the analysts' assertions come true, the Bitcoin price will likely float higher in the sessions ahead. However, what's unclear is when Bitcoin will clear this 50,000 level, paving the way for 100 Gs and even 200,000 five months after the decisive breakout. Now here, Half of you believe we're going to hit 50000 this weekend for my birthday, so I appreciate that. Let's make it happen. And when writing, the Bitcoin prices are firm and rallying. The coin is trending currently now above roughly 48000 and likely to clear this 50000 hurdle sometime sooner than later, in my humble opinion, but let me know your thoughts. And looking at the Google Trends data and organic search related to Bitcoin, interest is fizzling out. Data shows that the number of people searching for Bitcoin in the U.S. has dropped, and it is around early 2021 levels. And you know what happened in 2021, right? All-time high. I believe it was November 10th. We hit the 69,000 current ATH. And even so, around that time, the Bitcoin prices began trending higher, eventually rising as high as 69,000 per coin. And while FOMO appears elusive at the spot rates, another analyst offers a different perspective. In response to Kruger's outlook, the analyst notes that sharp interest in Bitcoin historically arrives around six months after the halving, lasting up to 18 months. This event, instead of or increasing demand, creates a supply-demand imbalance that may pump the price. Bitcoin will have its minor rewards in early April 2024. It is an event that may anchor the bulls, setting the base for more gains as projected by the analysts. The coin might also edge higher considering the pace at which the spot Bitcoin ETF issuers have been buying Bitcoin in the past few weeks since the product was approved in mid-January 2024, with Wall Street players like Fidelity, BlackRock, and other crypto firms like Bitwise loading up more coins. Bitcoin will likely be more scarce than it has been after the past having events. And part of the reason this having is 100% unprecedented. We didn't have the institutional FOMO previous havings. We didn't have a lot of things which are present this time around. So yeah, can you say new all-time high, price discovery, 100K, multiple six-figure double top, Send it and let's get it. Now let's break down our featured story of the day. Former BitMEX chief foresees Bitcoin rising to a million dollars per coin amid banking bailout and money printing surge. Let's break it down, shall we? Now, shout out to Arthur Hayes, the ex-CEO of the crypto exchange BitMEX, expressed his anticipation that the value of Bitcoin will surge to a million per coin in a couple of posts on social media platform X. On Monday, Hayes shared a price chart for troubled New York community bank corp and wrote, Resume the dump, citing the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell's recent statement indicating that the U.S. economy and the banks are strong to very strong. Hayes noted that the New York Community Bank Corp said otherwise. Who is right? The market or the central banker? Never trust central bankers, family. Time and compounding interest are two things. Even Neo can't wish away. The bailout is coming. Bitcoin equals $1 million per coin. Let me know if you agree or disagree. And how many remember roughly a year ago, we had the regional banking crisis, which took Bitcoin from the start of the year from 18,000 all the way above 40 Gs. So deja vu, could this be round two? Let me know. At the end of January, Hayes shared on X that he expects Powell and Treasury Secretary Miss Finance Yellen to start printing money very soon and citing a surprise loss at the New York community Bank Corp. Now, fears gripped the U.S. banking sector last week as NYCB reported a jaw-dropping 252 million quarterly loss 
like whoa, reversing 172 million profit year over year. The bank's loan losses quintupled or quintupled to 552 million, fueled by commercial real estate concerns. NYCB stock tumbled 40% in a single day. <laughs> they say Bitcoin's volatile. I mean, that's pretty bad to lose 40% in a day. And that was at January's close. Following the earnings release, dragging the US Regional Bank Index down with it. Now, in a follow-up post Tuesday, Hayes shared a Bloomberg article about Moody's cutting NYCB's credit grade to junk status. That's right. All these banks should be junk status. Yellen said at the Senate hearing on Thursday, she hopes that the commercial real estate weaknesses will not become a systemic risk to the banking system. I hope it doesn't become. No, it is. You damn losers. <laughs> However, she noted that there may be smaller banks that are stressed by these developments. The Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, the money printer, go brr, pimp, also said this week that some banks will have to be closed or merged out of existence. What does that mean? It means get your money out of the bank family. Because if there are bank runs in which there will continue to be, you're not going to get your money out of the bank. And even if they're FDIC insured, guess what? If there is a genuine bank run, it's impossible to pay everybody because they don't even have the money. They barely keep any money at these fractional reserve banks. You know the name of the game. It's a big Ponzi scheme at the end of the day. But commenting on NYCB, the former BitMEX chief, Arthur Hayes, opine, oh baby, from junk to bankrupt. That's the future. And then more money printer go, brrr, Bitcoin equals $1 million per coin. Now, I personally think we will realistically hit a million. I don't know if it'll happen this year. It's possible, so I wouldn't rule it out. But I think it's most likely to occur in 2029. And let me tell you my math or reasoning and logic behind it. Typically, it's the year preceding the halving. We hit the cycle peak. So right now, we're in 2024. We're about to have a halving in roughly two months. So the block rewards for the miners are going to get cut in half. There's massive demand right now and massive buying going on between the ETFs like BlackRock and Fidelity, which we discussed earlier in the show. They're outpacing the actual supply by a factor of 10x. It's soon going to be 20x when the rewards get sliced in half like a samurai warrior. You already know. So the following halving is going to be in 2028. And typically, if history is to rhyme, it's going to be the year preceding the halving. In 2029, we hit the cycle peak for the following halving. That's when I can realistically see a $1 million Bitcoin price, which is pretty much in alignment with Kathy Wood's $1 million, $1.5 million. Now she's saying as high as $2.3 million per coin prediction by 2030. But what are your thoughts, family? Now, short term for this year, I can definitely see us hitting six figures. I think 100000 is a great target for 2024 year of the halving, considering the previous all-time high was back in November. I think it was November 10th of 2021. We hit 69000 can just 2x the previous all-time high, that's 138000 per Bitcoin. I'd say that's a pretty solid target for this year. What are your thoughts? But I do still feel that we're likely to hit the cycle peak in 2025. That's where I can foresee a multiple six-figure Bitcoin price action. My bearish um, hypothesis is 222,000. Shout out, bring facts for uh, that number. And my bullish uh, hypothesis is ultimately 500,000 per coin for this cycle peak. But I think it's more likely than going to occur in 2025. However, I must say I can be wrong. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't have a magic eight ball I can shake and look into the future. This is just based on my thoughts and research and doing a show every day for the past five years, six years, however long it's been via the podcast. I mean, for Christ's sake, this is pod episode number 1500. And uh, I think 46, right? Yep, 1,546. So anything is possible. The truth is no one knows exactly how high or how low Bitcoin will go, but I'm more of a long haul 
investor, I'm thinking about this many cycles out. Like I'm focused on 2028 when everyone is focused on 2024 because I know the name of the game. If you just hodl for four years or longer, everyone who come before us and has hodl Bitcoin for that long is in the green. The only losers are the people like uh, Dave Portnoy with the paper hands. You buy a bunch of Bitcoin and then it dumps and you're like, oh, I don't want to see it go to zero. I'll just sell at a loss. Well, you can't lose if you don't sell because one Bitcoin 10 years ago was equivalent to one Bitcoin. One Bitcoin today is equivalent to one Bitcoin and one Bitcoin in another thousand years from now will still be equivalent to one Bitcoin. Do you understand that? Do you understand that Bitcoin is mathematically freaking guaranteed to continue to increase its purchasing power? It's a mathematical certainty. Do you understand that the dollar is mathematically guaranteed to decrease its purchasing power? These are the charts you guys need to be looking at instead of so focused on what's going to happen next week. Should I sell? Should I buy? Always be buying. Always be accumulating. What is Michael Saylor always doing? You guys make fun of him. He's always buying the top. Well, his stash is now worth over $8 billion, probably closer to $9 billion. And before you know it, he'll be worth $100 billion. Before you know it, he'll be one of the richest men on the planet, be worth a trillion dollars because he was buying the so-called tops. It's because he understands the long-term perspective of Bitcoin. He gets gets it. He understands it. How many of you get it? How many of you understand it? How many of you are accumulating more sats? That's the name of the game. We can care less, honestly, what the US dollar equivalent is for Bitcoin because the dollar is worthless. It's going to hyperinflate. There'll be a day where one Bitcoin is equivalent to $100 million. Why? Because the dollar is going to become worthless and effectively lose 99.99% of its purchasing power, right? Against Bitcoin. Just look at the charts. Look of what you could have purchased uh, 50 years ago with a hundred US dollars. You can buy a lot, right? You can buy a whole cart of groceries. Now you go grocery shopping, a hundred dollars, you get like three, four items. It's insanity. This is due to inflation. That's why real estate is going through the roof. That's why oil, gas going through the roof. That's why everyday living expenses are going through the roof. It's because the dollar is becoming more and more worthless by the day as they continue to print more. Because the more they print, the more worthless it becomes and the more valuable Bitcoin becomes. Bitcoin is thy savior, just like El Salvador. It's thy savior. It's the ark. What are you going to do? You're going to hop on board, right? You're going to ride this train to the moon, this rocket ship, I should say, or you're going to, oh, I'd rather trade this for fiat for a quick little gain. You know what I mean? Some of you guys will just never understand. So let me know your thoughts. I know I'm ranting, but hey, I'm flowing, so let's go. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.